Hey, Nitan Moser here, the traveling investor with another live Q&A show. And it's been an awesome week. How's everybody doing out there in cyber world? If you're listening to us, just, hey, you know what? Do me a favor. Put in the comments where you're listening from. You know, we love to connect with our listeners. And if you have any questions at any point in time during the show, hey, feel free to ask a question down below and we'll We'll be we'll do our best to answer it. And, you know, here on the Traveling Investor Show, our motto is, you know, learn how to master your mind, body and wallet. And in life, it's all about educating yourself. Right. If you're starting a business, you got to learn about that business. If you're if you have kids, you want them to go to school and get educated and learn. And, you know, two plus two is four. Right. Learn math and learn all these ways of being able to to think and create solutions and, and come full circle on a problem. Um, but, you know, a lot of times we, we shift from what we think we want to do and we, our lives take us in certain places. But when we're able to have control over who we are and what we do, you know, as I was talking with my guest before the show, it's very liberating. It brings a lot of freedom. Um, and it's, uh, it, it does a lot of wonders for us. And by the way, yes, let's everybody say hello to Master Yoda, right? He's always behind me looking over, making sure that I'm doing and not just trying, right? Because that's what we do. We got to do. Life is about taking risks. Life is about going out there and, you know, doing what you love and what you're passionate about and what you're good at and making a change in the world and finding your path in this craziness, right? And forging a path that you can be proud of that is out there helping people expand. You know, in the Jewish uh, culture and tradition, we have this thing called tikkun olam. It means repairing of the world. And one of our tasks as Jews and as humans is to go out there and to repair the world, do good deeds, help people achieve and help them become better right um and uh with that i want to share uh you know that is going to be a segue into my guest today uh her name is andrea smiley and she's the co-founder of the woman-owned business valor and grace literacy cove it's an educational consulting firm that is committed to nurturing students towards academic and socioeconomic growth. Now, prior to starting Valor and Grace, um, Andrea spent 13 years teaching students 12 and under, 12 and younger. And after witnessing changes within the public school system, uh, Andrea realized that parents need help advocating for their children, and that is when she decided to be an educational consultant. In her free time, Andrea likes to spend time with her husband, her three-year-old son, and two dogs. Not one, but two. I have one, and it's wow, and she's got two. Amazing. She's also currently pursuing a PhD in educational leadership from Liberty University. So without further ado, I want to say hello to Andrea. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. So, so tell us, um, you know, before you started Valor and Grace, what were you doing? What was Andrea? You know, who was she? Where was she going? Sure. Um, well, I've 
I guess for a long time, have always been an educator, I think you said um, in the intro, um, for the last, I guess, 14 years now. Um, I taught in the classroom, outside of the classroom. Um, so education has always been kind of the way uh, that I've been going. Um, and then, of course, we know March 13th, um, 2020, that changed for a lot um, of people, a lot of educators, a lot of parents, um, a lot of students. That was all um, completely different. So uh, that is kind of um, where Valor and Grace started. Um, however, I have always really worked with students and given them supplemental instruction, um, like tutoring throughout the years. Um, but this time I was like, it's time to just really do this thing. Um, we're going to do it. And um, I started, you know, working with some kiddos virtually. Um, and then it just kind of grew from there. Um, and I said, OK, actually, a friend said, why don't you open a place? And I said, what? I'm not. <laughs> I can't do that. What? Open a place. And um, so I did. Um, I opened a place, a full service learning center here in the town where we live. Um, and I now see students um, both in person and, in vir and virtually. Um, and I offer supplemental instruction in reading and in math. Um, and I work with their parents and their teachers as well um, to advocate for our students and make sure that they have um, everything they need when it comes to um, being successful in their education and also in um, their social emotional learning. That's awesome. So you've always been driven to educate, right? This was always something that was a passion in your life or did you, or was it something that you kind of fell into and said, Oh, you know, that's, I, I, I like that. Um, it was one of those things, 13 years is a long time, 14 years is a long time. Right. But I mm -hmm. actually went to, um, undergrad school um, for sports management, sports marketing, and business. Um, so no, I at first was not at all going to be um, an educator. And I think I started an internship um, at the YMCA. And that is how I kind of segued into working with children uh -huh. um, as a part of that, right? They're there. Um, and so I was there to kind of be on the sports and athletic side of things and then ended up um, working with kiddos, which kind of um, shot me over into the uh, world of education. So, oh, um, wow. And ever since then, it's been my thing. Wow. Amazing how you went in one direction and that kind of opened up the path. And I guess now that has become your passion. That has become mm -hmm. something that... Uh, um, identifies you. That is you, right? This is, this is what you're, what you're passionate about. And, mm -hmm. and it's amazing how sometimes when I was talking, I was just, I was a, a guest on a podcast right before, and I was mentioning how in life, sometimes, you know, you can do one of two things. You can either let the river of life take you and wherever you end up, you end up, or you can grab the oars and start directing your life and your boat on the river of life to go where it is you want to go. And mm -hmm. as we talked about, you know, before we went live, right. That's, that's very freeing. Yes. Being absolutely. able to do what you want in your business, right. Creating a <laughs> business that actually solves a problem in your community. Right. Absolutely. And it, it certainly 
um, definitely has a freedom that comes along with it. Um, you know, I get to, and I, you know, was able to do this in the classroom as well, but um, even more so now, I love just being able to work with my kids one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. Um, and I get to do that now all the time. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, I get to work with my children and work with their parents and be flexible with them. And we work, um, you know, together based on our schedules. Right. And we get to say when, um, which is really, it is, it's freeing. Very Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. It's amazing when you're, when you're an educator and you help someone, you help a student and you see the light go off in their eyes of, of wow, I finally understood this. Yes, I can do it, right? It, it, it's, it adds a warm, fuzzy feeling into your little <laughs> belly, right? It, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It really, it really is for everybody involved, for the student and for the parent and for me. Um, and I'm not sure that there's an educator out there that would say anything different when we see um, that, you know, the children that we've been working with and working for, um, for whatever period of time, you know, gets exactly, um, you know, what we are teaching them. It is just, oh, the light bulb went off, yay! Like a little <laughs> mini celebration happens. Um, so it is um, just been a really great journey thus far. Um, and I can't wait to, you know, continue and keep it going and keep it growing, so. That's fantastic. Well, we got a couple of people saying hello. Dr. Konis, good afternoon to you. Uh, Caesar, thank you for watching from Connecticut and Wisdom Real Estate says educators are the best. Thank you for helping our children. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the educators, you know, they're the ones that need to be paid the ath athlete's salary for what they do. <laughs> right? You guys are the ones that are guiding our children. I mean, think about it. I have two daughters, right? And, uh, and they go to school. They're there for eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. They're there with with people that we are entrusting to educate, to open their minds, to help them figure out who they are, what their place is in on this planet, right? And when when they come home, we have a very short time as parents to be with our kids. Mm -hmm. the, our educators are the ones that really spend a lot of time and know our children back, you know, really really well. So. Yeah, I think we've got it a little bit backwards in, in the whole system here, right? The educators need to be put up on the pedestals and, and be showered with love and, and, and everything. Um, I see I was on your website as well, Valor and Grace, and I see sure. that you have um, a blog as well. And I want to read something from it that I, oh, I really God. liked. It says, <laughs> welcome to the blog section of the site. I chose to blog because writing brings things to life. When you are setting a goal or dreaming something up, when you get in, in when you get it in print, it becomes real. On the other hand, if you're going through something and needing to let it go, writing allows one to leave the words all on the page. It is my hope that my words and my experiences educate, inspire, and uplift those who read them. And that is that is so true. You know, as as we walk through life. Right. You know, first of all, not many people teach us about setting goals. Mm -hmm. I was never taught in college, in high school and in, in anywhere how to actually set goals. I was never told, hey, write something down then it'll it'll happen. Right. This, these are things that I learned on my own, you know, growing and, and, and manifesting. So right there, that's that's awesome. And to and to share that with people um, is is. It's awesome. And I think, you know, the way you put it here, 
you know, when you're setting a goal or dreaming something up, or even if you want to let something go that you've had a problem with, or you've had issues with, I've done both. I've written right. my goals down and I've written letters, you know, just shedding my emotions and then burning it or throwing it away. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say you get to choose, right? That's the beauty um, for me in writing anyway. And I encourage my students to do the same is, you know, if you have something you know, just like I wrote there that you want to accomplish, that you want to do, if you, even if it's, um, you know, years on down the road, write it down, right? Um, make it plain right there in front of you. And that, that way you have this constant reminder of what you're setting out to do. And as long as you're looking at it, you're conscious of it and you're going to work towards that, right? And as far as goals go now, if it's something that you're trying to let go of, like you said, you want to just burn it or throw it away. You know, you can rip it up into a ton of, you know, different pieces and just let it go, throw it away. It's on the page. You left it there. Um, it's done. And so um, that's the beauty in writing is that you get to, you know, decide which direction um, it's going to go. So. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, sometimes when I, when I get upset and I want to write something or tell somebody off and I'll type it or I'll text it, <laughs> I'll write it all out. I'll take a deep breath. I'll delete it. I was going to say, and then delete it. <laughs> and I'll delete it because obviously yeah. that's not what I want to send. And then I'll write something that's a little calmer, a little with, yeah. with cool headedness, right? It's, it's, it's a, it's definitely a, a, a channel, a way of channeling that energy out and it comes back to control, right? When you have control over your emotions, over the things that you do, over your business, mm -hmm. right? It, it truly is a, a freedom that separates you from everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, you're in control. You're in control of your emotional destiny. You're in control of your financial destiny. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, that control, I say, isn't all up to me, right? There's some other underlying um you know, things that fall in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it is definitely something that comes, you know, with much practice and much um, discipline. Because I think Nitsan, we were talking right before this too, like in all that, you know, being able to have that freedom and being able to um, say when and all of that, you're still going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Right. And so while it's nice to have, um, a certain level of control for sure. Um, and you have to have a certain level of control over your mindset and the way that you see things and the way that you think, but there also has to be room to know that like mistakes are going to happen and um, the control to know that that is okay. If we're speaking in terms of um, control, right. I don't like to give it all to myself. Um, right. There's obviously, um, somebody bigger and better than me that has the most control, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, uh, just a good flexibility and a good, um, just not feeling like under the thumb. Right. right. Um, if you will. Absolutely. Um, and it's, we also talked about the mindset and it being all about the mindset from the beginning. Right. And mm -hmm. so, um, in line with writing out those goals, you think about that and you have that mindset from the beginning and you get to decide all along the path, which direction you're going to have that go in. Um, and so 
I agree. A little bit of control, right? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. let, let's talk quickly about mindset, right? You know, mm-hmm. when, when when you're educating with the kids and whatnot, how how do you um, bring about in them a positive mindset? Um, I think, well, it depends on the child, right? Every mm-hmm. child is different. Um, so it's going to look different um, for sure. There's never really one way. Um, but I like to start out with um, we're doing this and you're here because you can, right? Um I know that there are moments where you might feel like you can't, but we're not even going to talk about that. You can, and we're going to, let's just figure out how we're going to do it. And um, we just, we start from there because children, they radiate off of um, the people that are around them um, in their environments. And so if we go in with a positive attitude and a positive, yes, you can do this and a cheering them on attitude for them. They're going to follow that and they're going to mirror that. And 99% of the time, as long as we keep it, they're going to keep it. Um, But the second that, you know, that changes for us or changes in their environment, um, anyone who's an educator or um, has children, probably knows this, that anytime the second that changes for them, they're going right with it. And so um, my goal always um, is just to, you know, stay above that line of positivity with our kids. Um, You got this. uh, Mm -hmm. You can do this. I know it seems hard, but let's work out the steps um, and let's figure it out together. Right. Also letting them know that you're going to be right there with them um, mm-hmm. throughout the whole process as well. So that's how we right. do that. That's amazing. Yeah. Letting them know that they're not alone mm-hmm. in this, right. That there is someone there walking with them side by side to help them to, for them to lean on, for them to ask questions and so forth. Right. That's, right. Uh, that's very good. That's very powerful. You also mentioned that there were, you know, um, that there were some pitfalls in the public school education. What kind of pitfalls did you see that you wanted to correct in your business? Um, and I can't speak for everybody, right? I'm not mm-hmm. everybody. No. Um, this, is, this is just, um, you know, from just my personal um, experience. And so um, I think that our children are um, more than just, Uh, a number. They are more Mm -hmm. than just how we do um, on a test. And um, I, they need the opportunity to have um, the time to allow that to show and to have the time to um, reveal to those that are working with them and to themselves that, hey, I may not do so great on this one particular assessment that I'm going to have today. However, that's one one time and one moment in time. Um, and so the confidence then comes when they get past um, the thought of this big assessment that's coming or, you know, um, when they get past the idea of if I don't do well on this one assignment today, um, that's it for me. And so um, just I wanted to be able to um, have the time that I feel like it takes to help a child instill that confidence um, and to keep it um, in their academics and in their social emotional world. Um, I also 
um, wanted to um, be able to have the flexibility um, to spend time with my family, to spend time with my own son. Um, and, you know, I think that there's this cliche there that, you know, teachers spend um, the school day right in the building. And um, that's, you know, not the case, right? We work well before school starts and well after um, it ends. And so um, even in my own business, that still happens. Like I'm still working well before my kids, I'm meeting with them in session and well after they leave. But I get to say um, mm -hmm. kind of what I do and what my assessments look like. And I get to say, um, okay, this is what we're going to do today. I can design a specific lesson um, and it, I can change it at the drop of a hat. It doesn't have to include certain, um, you know, aspects in order to be okay for that day. I can say, well, we're just not going to do this today and we're going to do something else. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't have that worry of, oh my gosh, did I make sure to have this, 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 I mean, it's not so, um, I guess, rigid, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, and I don't, I don't really know that I would call those pitfalls because in some instances, that kind of thing is a good thing. Um, but I, not all the time, right. And the ability to be able to help parents navigate through um, some of the things that are happening now with kids in education is um, an amazing thing. And I also did that in the classroom as well. Uh, I just have more freedom to do it now than I did then. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. How has owning your business changed your life? Um, well, I, we are going into, gosh, I guess March of 2020. So a little over a year and then about four months, um, in the brick and mortar. So, um, I would say that it's just, I'm a lot less stressed. Um, <laughs> I'm a whole lot less stressed. Um, my husband and I, we continue to talk about that, um, you know, all the time um, is that I have the ability to um, do all of the things that I love, educate my um, clients and then spend time with him, spend time with my son. And um, I think you and I talked about this before. Um, I am kind of, in charge of the successes and the failures, right? And mm -hmm. so there's a lot less of um, feeling uh, like a failure. Um, there is a lot less of, um, you know, just time that I, that I feel like I have to be doing a certain thing at a certain moment. So there's that freedom that we talked about. Um, and, you know, I think, it kind of leads into um, just being able to go out into the community right now. And I know can walk down the street and see a child that I work with and they're like, Hey, Miss Smiley. And that's exciting, right? That happens, um, you know, when I was in the classroom as well, but it's in a different um, capacity, right? So um, we're continuously doing a lot of things to grow the business. Um, and as it grows more, um, we're just, you know, we're blessed. We continue to be blessed by it for sure. 
That's beautiful. We also talked about bringing in essential oils and mm -hmm. and not so conventional ways of doing things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. We're both we 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 both, you know, you you have your essential oil business as well. And I studied this in Israel um and, and did massage therapy with essential oils and whatnot. How do you use essential oils with your students? So um, like we talked about, there's so many different ways to use them um, to promote focus, to promote um, healthy energy. Um, and so I have diffusers all um, through my learning center and um, we just, I diffuse Kid Power. That's one of my favorites and it promotes um, focus and um, just good energy for the kids. And a lot of them, they love it. They're like, Miss Smiley, you have kid, kid power going today. Um, and I will also make little rollers, um, little focus rollers that have a mix of different things like peppermint, highest potential, um, and some different oils that also will keep them kind of awake and focused. Um, and that's something that could be rolled on the wrist or behind the ear. Right. And, um, you know, I'll give them to their parents and, you know, of course tell them that, and then it's up to them whether or not they use it. Um, but for me, when kids are in with me, I make sure that I've got something going in the diffuser for sure. Um, and then I'll always hear with me at home that's happening. So, that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Bringing in holistic healing with education, letting the children flourish and prosper and 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 just, you know, aiding them and giving them as met, as many tools as possible to to absorb as much information and just, you know, really grow into fine human beings. Absolutely. That is the goal. That's that is the goal. The goal. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you know, Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we're running out of time here. How can people get in touch with you uh, if they want to get more information about your, your educational services? Absolutely. They can check out my website. There is a contact form there. And that website is um, www.ballardandgrace.net. Um, and then they can also text me. Um, I think my phone number is probably not listed on the website. <laughs> so y'all, and I'm not going to say that in this prop, like huge podcast. Right. So you can also, um, just send me a message on Facebook. Um, we have a Facebook page, um, Valor and Grace Literacy Cove. You can message me there. Um, and I will uh, get back to you, um, as fast as I can. Um, but yeah, those are two ways, website um, or Facebook page. And then our email is um, really long. So you'll find that on <laughs> the Facebook page or the website as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I know you're super busy owning your own business and taking care of your family. Thank you so much for being right. on the show, Andrea. Travelers, thanks for listening in where you from wherever you came in from. Next week, June 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have Brett Swartz the founder of Capital Gains Tax Solutions. And we're going to talk about how you can put more money in your pocket rather than giving it to the government. And I'm still offering my Real Estate Investment Secrets ebook for only $1. Go check it out. Great information. Thank you for being on the show. I look forward to seeing you guys next week somewhere on Spaceship Earth. I'm Nitsan Mosri, the traveling investor. Have a wonderful week.